Welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today we are back with our second film at the Seattle International Film Festival. And today we're talking about Stephen Curry, Underrated. I always use this phrase, but again, if you know anything about me, as far as basketball goes, you know, I moved up to Seattle right when the Sonics were on their way out. Um, so, you know, as much as I want to say that I'm the biggest Sonics fan, I'm a huge Sonics fan, you know, I didn't really see much of them. You know, I followed KD, you know, for a little bit when he went down to, uh, to Oklahoma City. Obviously, you know, we, we still feel a way about that. I don't know how you send a team to Oklahoma City. There's a better market there than Seattle? I don't think so. But regardless, since then... And since playing basketball, since elementary school and growing up, um, you know, I, I never had any wild imaginations that I was going to be good enough to, to, you know, even in high school, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm a varsity player even, uh, you know, maybe if I put some time into it, sure. But, you know, it was something I definitely always enjoyed playing um, and I always enjoyed watching it. And so, you know, I'm fortunate to have grown up in a household too, where, you know, my mom, and her family love, love, love college basketball, college football, college sports in general. Um, so on top of watching professional, I watched a lot of college growing up. Um, and college basketball, there is just always something so different and special about it. It's obviously highlighted once we get to March Madness. Um, and that's kind of where some of this story starts. And when you think of Steph Curry, you know, as incredible as he's been, in the NBA, as incredible a three-point shooter he's been in the NBA. Uh, so much of it all goes back to his time at Davidson, a little college in North Carolina, where they took a chance on a on a guy who was on the shorter side, the scrawnier side, and you know, really learned how developing him with a coach who supported him. Um, and really believed and saw what he saw in himself. How this team from nowhere, North Carolina, ends up in March Madness. And this kid named Steph Curry blows up. Playing some incredible basketball. Putting on some incredible performances. And then in a second year, taking them almost to the Elite Eight. Um, I remember when that name Steph Curry was popular, I man, I'm not going to sit here and say that, Oh man, I remember watching those Davidson March madness games. Um, I knew I didn't pick them to win them when I filled out our family brackets each year. You know, I'm probably was like, Oh, number 10 seed. No way. You're going to beat Gonzaga. No way. They're going to go on and beat Gonzaga and then maybe beat Georgetown or someone. No, you know, I, that I, again, you know, I heard the name Steph Curry and I'm sure I remember watching him hit some crazy threes. That was kind of it at the time. But that's all it took to get this attention on this kid who was underrated in every way that you could possibly think. And so where this documentary kind of starts and where it goes is, you know, learning who Steph Curry is as a person, as a family man, learning, you know, everything from watching old footage of him elementary school to middle school playing ball his father del curry played in the nba um, and his mother was an incredible athlete as well um you know and so you come from this family of 
collegiate athletes, professional athletes. Um, and I'm sure all you want is to have that same kind of level of greatness. You know, you watched it growing up. And so Steph is always playing basketball. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's similar to Michael Jordan, but, you know, in terms of not making certain teams, it's like, okay, you know, you're at a crossroads. Do I really get into the work? Do I sacrifice my whole summer to get better and to work harder, to work on my shot? Or do I just admit that, hey, maybe this is just kind of like a fun, maybe I just like playing ball, but that's all it is. And obviously for both of them, that wasn't what it was. You know, this was something they dedicated all their time to. And so you see Steph putting in the work, trying to make an impression so he can play some high school ball because he wants to go for it. You know, wants to go further from there. Um, and so, I, you know, again, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. The Warriors are the NBA team that I have rooted for most of my middle school till now adult life. Um, if I had an NBA team, those were the guys, the Warriors. I loved watching them play. Steph Curry, I'm like, I loved, you know, I'm a fan of LeBron. I was a fan of Kobe. I was a fan of all these. I'm like, Dirk. I'm like, there are so many players that I like to watch who everyone will tell you, you know, it's like, come on, man. That's like, that's the best player in the NBA right there, you know? Um, but for whatever reason, I'm like, you know, Steph, I'm like, there was just something about watching him play that I always enjoyed. Because again, he's not the biggest guy out there, but he's making fools of these guys out there. Whether he's taking it into the basket and doing some crazy under the hoop, up and down, or shooting some impossible almost half court three that he just puts up on a whim. I'm like, you got 20 seconds on the shot clock. And I'm like, you're coming down the court. And he just nails it. He sinks it. This man changed the game of basketball. Um, and a lot of people will argue for worse because now teams are built around the three-point play. You know, uh, it's why people complain about NBA scores being so high and no defense or whatever. Yeah, some guys don't play defense. Some teams don't play as hard as they should. You know, I will totally admit that. But, uh, but no, Steph Curry showed you, hey, if you work on that shot, you could rain threes. We're watching Nikola Jokic. We're watching nearly seven feet tall would-be centers who are sinking threes from beyond the perimeter. And it all goes back to this man. You know, it's cool because they have Reggie Miller kind of intro the documentary who held the record for the most three points before Steph Curry eclipsed it last season. Uh, last season. Um, and it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, I think he's a great guy. Yeah, I remember watching post-game interviews when he had his youngest daughter and she'd kind of come up on his lap and talk afterwards because he, I mean, he was young. He was a young guy. He left Davidson his junior, after his junior season, um, declared for the NBA draft and foregoes his, uh, his senior year. Um, and, you know, you, you know, he's, what, 21 at the time? You know, you see this young kid, you read his draft card and what they're saying about him and how well they think he might fit into the Golden State offense. But, man, he needs to bulk up and they're going to push him around. And, you know, the film really highlights as well that decision to leave Davidson early. 
and not finishing his education, which was something that, you know, for his mom was a little bit of a sore spot. Uh, you know, she's like, hey, you know, so happy you've won four national championships, but, you know, now you've got three children. You know, you've got your wife, you've got this beautiful family. Um, maybe now's the time. And so part of this film also follows Steph finishing his schoolwork, going back, you know, making finishing this commitment he made to himself and, you know, being an example for his family. And so you kind of go behind the scenes looking at, you know, what his studying looks like while he's in the middle of a season, kind of learning that, you know, he, he kind of tried to, to finish some school back when they had the NBA lockout almost a decade or so ago. Um, but I, I just, I, for me, obviously because I like the guy and I had more of a vested interest in this maybe than some, I really enjoyed this documentary. Um, and I had the, you know, the one area where me personally, I felt like I wanted to see a little bit more was maybe on the Steve Kerr, Steph Curry side of things. Um, and that's because, yeah, the relationship between uh, Steph Curry and his Davidson uh, basketball coach uh, is really what anchors the entire story. Kind of you see uh, Matt McKillop uh, all through, um, or sorry, uh, Bob McKillop. Um, oh, maybe Matt's his son, actually. Uh, but Bob McKillop helping inspire this confidence in a young Steph Curry um, and the whole time just believing in him. So much so that, you know, even in his worst days, even in his moments where he feels like the biggest fraud, he knows, hey, Coach McKillop has my back. There's a reason I'm here. And don't get discouraged. Take another shot. You know, where so many guys would just, if they're going cold, I'm not going to shoot anymore. You know, Steph was that anomaly where it's like, nope, I, I got the green light. I'm going to take another shot because I know I can make it. And once he gets in that rhythm, he's unstoppable. Um, and there's, you know, the really great, great quote uh, after Steph had committed to go to Davidson and after the coach had come over to kind of talk to the family uh, the Curry's, his mom, you know, they says, hey, coach, you know, don't worry. By the time he gets there next season, we'll, we'll fatten him up for you. We'll get him ready. And the coach said, hey, don't you worry about that. You know, we want him just the way he is. And and Steph, you know, that really stood out to him and has kind of really followed him into his career. You know, you are who you're supposed to be. Don't try to pretend to be something or the player that you're not. And use your strengths to your advantage. Um, so I, I mean, it's it's pretty cut and dry, just as far as where you uh, where you go with this story. If you follow basketball, you kind of can follow along with uh, with their twenty two season last year, where they were national champions. You know, the whole idea of underrated. You know, it, it takes on a few different meanings in the film and a few different storylines you follow. Um, if anything, I don't want to call it a complaint, but like I was saying, you know, maybe I would like to see a documentary at some point with Steve Kerr and Steph Curry, I should say, you know, I know that wasn't the focus of this documentary because obviously he had to get to the Warriors before he was with Steve Kerr. 
and before Steve Kerr had an opportunity to coach him and really formulate the relationship that they have that I'm such a fan of as well, uh, watching them in the past however many years. Um, and so I know that's my own thing. It's not a it's not a fair criticism on this documentary to want that. Obviously, as the fan I am, I'm like, all right, I need it. I'm like, you could do a whole Michael Jordan Last Dance documentary on Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steve Kerr, and uh, Steph Curry. And Andre Iguodala, I'm like, you know, the list goes on. Um, and I'm sure we will get that someday. So I will wait patiently for that. But man, I'm like watching this documentary too. It just, you know, I watched it about a, a week after the Warriors were eliminated from this year's uh, this year's playoffs. But, you know, I, it was just fun to get to see some old clips, some early games of the Warriors that, you know, I hadn't remembered with Steph. Um, watching all the March Madness footage and just watching – how much a team and a player can really mean to some place like Davidson, where you've got maybe 2000 kids at the school and just how exciting that can be to have something to rally around, to have someone to reignite passion for so many people in this game. Um, it was just, man, I loved it. And it was the coolest thing because just like what I saw, uh, my fiance, she surprised me. She got us tickets to see the Trailblazers play the Warriors. It was the last game of this year's 2023 regular season. And the Warriors needed to win to avoid going into the play-in tournament. So I knew. I was like, Steph's got to play. Clay's got to play. Draymond's got to play. You know, I'm like, we're going to see these guys. Because I, I was worried. I was like, oh, it's the last game of the year. If they're doing too well, of course they're going to rest all of them. But I, I mean, I got to watch them all. I got to watch Coach Kerr out there with them. Watching Steph play in person was electrifying. And watching Clay and Draymond play was just, I mean, it was insane. But the coolest thing about getting back to an NBA game for the first time in five or six plus years, the last time I saw an NBA game, James Harden was still in Houston. Um, but that was even before, years before he left. Um, but it was just so much fun being back in that environment. When we were standing in line, I told her, I was like, look around us. There is every kind of person of every age, every ethnicity from every walk of life. Every kind of person is here unified by their love of sports, whether you're for Portland or Golden State or whomever. Um, and you know, you got little kids running around trying to get their jersey signed when we were going to our seats this kid was freaking out coming up the stairs off the court he's like Steph Curry touched my jersey Steph Curry touched my jersey he's and he's like you know he's almost crying he's so happy to his mom and she's just got the biggest look on her face because she's like oh my god my kid's gonna remember this forever um but that's I mean there's just so much beauty in the game in the world of sports and what these players and their uh, their example that they can set can really mean to generations of people um, all at the same time. And so I, I know I've kind of got – I don't want to talk too much about the documentary because I want people to watch it for themselves. It's going to be out on Apple Plus, uh, I believe, either at the end of June or beginning of July. Um, definitely am going to recommend it uh, again when it comes out. Obviously, this is uh, – First doc I've seen of the year, 
It's definitely the best documentary I've seen in the year. <laughs> I know I say that a little biasly as well. But uh, if you're a fan of Steph Curry, you should go out of your way to watch this. I think if anything, it's going to even inform you more on who he is, who his character is, like who is who he is as a person, what his character is, uh, what's important to him in his life. Um, and it just, man, I'm just excited for the start of the next season. I'm excited. I'm excited for college basketball, for more March Madness. Uh, and I'm excited to get the Sonics back in Seattle. You know, they rebuilt Key Arena. Now it's Climate Pledge Arena. But we know there's basketball lockers down there. And we know that Vegas is going to get a team as well. they got to give two teams uh, with the expansion. So Seattle and Vegas, they keep telling us one or two more years. So, you know, I'm not quite holding my breath, but I'm going to be excited to get NBA back here in the Seattle area. And I think everybody should be excited too because it's just fun. Good, bad, otherwise, that environment is just fun. And obviously what we could all use in this world these days, too, is more fun. So when this comes out, you guys got to give it a look. Thanks again for listening. You know, I think we're going to have another documentary for you soon. So, you know, for all you Doc fans out there, there will be more. And I'm always open to uh, documentary suggestions as well. I'll admit that documentaries and foreign films are my areas where I need to do some improvement, especially these days. Uh, but I am always, always open to these other forms of storytelling because they can be just as gripping and just as effective as the fictional action movies that we go see or the dramas that you go see. You know, the real words, this is all based off of the real world. And so, you know, there's nothing more real than going to the source. So thanks again for listening, guys. And we'll catch you next time with some more SIF coverage.